Maybe 25 letters was enough. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked. Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Alphabet, from A to Y, with bonus letter Z, by Steve Martin and Roz Chast, published by Doubleday. For those who don't know Steve Martin, he's an American comedian, actor, writer, and musician. He has five Grammys, a Primetime Emmy, an Honorary Academy Award, a Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, and an AFI Lifetime Achievement Award. He's best known for starring in such movies as The Jerk, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and Three Amigos. The Alphabet from A to Y with bonus letter Z is not a story at all. It's more a textbook, with each page showing a letter from the alphabet and pairing it with an illiterate couplet. What's alliteration? I don't know. We'll bring a notebook and take notes, because we'll figure it out together. No surprises here. The textbook opens on the letter A. In a sentence using a lot of words describing three people eating anchovy sandwiches. And you see them sitting on a couch in a family room, going ham on some sandwiches. And there's an alligator under their coffee table that looks like their pet. First off, those sandwiches sound disgusting. Secondly, are these people related to Steve Irwin? Who has an alligator in their family room? Maybe they hate their lives so much, and who wouldn't if they had to eat those sandwiches? that they're playing Russian roulette with the gator. Or maybe they just live in Florida. Since this isn't trying to be a story in the least bit, and there's no connection between the letters, I'll give our listeners the benefit of the doubt and assume they know the letters of the alphabet. So I'll just skip around. On to the letter C. And here is an example of an alliteration. The book states, quote, Clunky Clarissa, all clingy and clueless left California, and now she is shoeless. End quote. Isn't that the way most people leave California? Get that girl some sandals and a Greyhound ticket, and get the hell out of there fast. Go where every other Californian's going. To Austin. Dee describes a dog-faced boy. Now that's a face only a mother could love. Unfortunately, he's not a dog-faced pony soldier. He's just... A dog-faced boy. So, I guess we're still left wondering where the hell Biden got that saying from. Some of these couplets don't make any sense. I think Steve is sacrificing for the alliterations. Which I'm starting to figure out is just the same first letter or sound of words close to each other. Like the previous quote. Clunky Clarissa. Hear the two C's there? That's what it is. I will say some of the couplets are quite topical, even if Steve didn't mean to be. Jay discusses a guy getting jailed for joking, which doesn't shock me with the attack on free speech. Don't you know, his joke could have been dangerous with disinformation. On to the letter S, it makes a reference to a couple of women sinking a ship hauling pianos. This could be a stretch, but maybe Steve knew something we didn't and is making a veiled reference to the supply chain crisis. 
No, I doubt it. Intermixed in the textbook are some perverse couplets as well. Like the letter L. Quote, Lovely Lorraine lost Loud Larry's locket, then found it again in Long Louis's pocket. End quote. How the hell does she know he's long? Unless she was spending too much time fishing around in his pocket. Continuing on that theme, the letter P talks about a dad dog finding and taking a picture of his son with poop all over his paws. Then, in an act of cyberbullying, he publishes it. Or the letter T. A guy is so desperate for someone to spend time with him, he's willing to try on a woman's tutu. If he's into that kind of thing, he should try a dating app. He's bound to find one weirdo out there who's into it. Let's skip all the way to the not-so-bonus letter and end this thing. I believe Steve makes an obscure reference about streakers, saying, quote, Zany Zeno zoomed to the end zone, but with a zucchini scoring him zero. End quote. So he didn't score any points running around out there just dangling zucchini. Tell me, what else could that be a reference to? Anyway, I've had enough. Maybe 25 letters would have been sufficient. Shall we dive into the lesson here? I learned almost too much about the English language, from letters to couplets to alliterations. At points I was confused, but I'll simply chalk that up to this textbook being a bit over my head. Steve's writing was entertaining. The couplets, as I would expect from one of the best comedians all time, had a silly sense of humor to them. My wish would have been for Steve to somehow connect some of the letters a bit and have a loose story throughout the text, though I know how difficult that would have been with the use of alliterations. And don't get upset, I know that's not the point of this textbook. Roz's illustrations were silly too, and paired well with Steve's couplets. Her style had the feel of a newspaper comic strip. She did a marvelous job of bringing the text to life. If you want a greater grasp on the English language, or just want a different read from your typical choices, grab this one. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this one a 3.6. I'll have a heapin' helpin' and go back for another serving. This goose is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.